This is a Cato Special Podcast. I'm Caleb Brown. The Senate Intelligence Committee is expected to release a declassified report on the CIA's detention and interrogation policies under the Bush years. Many current administration officials have a great deal to gain by preventing the release of this document. Patrick Eddington, a policy analyst in Homeland Security and Civil Liberties at the Cato Institute, discusses this secret report's long history. As the New York Times reported back in July of this year, in April, after Dianne Feinstein, the Senate Intelligence Committee chairwoman, made it clear that they were going to at least release the summary of this thing, uh, in theory, before the end of 2014, uh, that prompted former CIA director George Tenet to begin organizing what amounts to a preemptive counterattack against the release of this summary. And so it involves himself, you know, former CIA director Mike Hayden and, and some other individuals who are involved in the program, Jose Rodriguez uh, among those. And so that's what we've seen over the course of the last 72 hours, essentially, starting on Friday, December 5th and running all the way through to today. We've had this barrage now, essentially, and it included, you know, kind of your typical Sunday morning talk show, you know, mantra of if you release this thing, people are going to die. And of course, the reality is, People are going to continue to die in the Middle East and Southwest Asia, whether or not this report is released. And American drone strikes are doing as much or more to fuel anti-Americanism and help with terrorist recruitment than this report will ever do. So releasing this report is critical because it's about America coming to terms with what we have done in this so-called war on terror and drawing a red line, which hopefully will never be crossed again. And it's about basic accountability for executive agencies that are charged with doing clandestine work. And I think the sad thing about this is that the release of this summary may constitute the only real form of public accountability that any of the individuals involved in this will ever suffer from. It, it, it seems unlikely that any of the people responsible here will be charged with anything. I think the difficulty that we have now is that we've already had one Department of Justice um, independent counsel effectively take a look at this previously and make a judgment that there was not enough evidence to charge there. Whether or not this is going to become a problem in forums like the International Criminal Court, whether it's going to become a problem with the Council of Europe and other organizations that might be able to actually have an impact on U.S. relations overseas, that remains to be seen. Now, what about the White House? Have they made any official statement about whether or not this is something that they're uh, concerned about? Well, over the last 72 hours, they they certainly haven't uh, said anything uh, major out of the White House. But of course, on Friday, December 5th, we had the spectacle of, of Secretary of State John Kerry calling his good friend and former colleague, Senator Feinstein, and saying, look, we still want to see this thing out, but the timing, you know, is not great. And of course, I think the pushback they've been getting is, <laughs> when, when is going to be a good time? It, it, January 31st, 2017, is that going to work for you? you know, so I, I think, hopefully, Senator Feinstein and her folks will, uh, will stand by their guns and go ahead and get this thing out this week. So in other words, the president welcomes this debate, <laughs> as he has welcomed many previous debates on <laughs> uncomfortable subjects. Remains to be seen. In terms of what ought to come out of this, the release of the report, whether or not it does inflame already uh, serious uh, tensions abroad, is there a chance that it actually will result in some sort of uh, reform of CIA processes? 
It can only help. I mean, having it out there as a constant reminder of the uh, transgressions of the past is always useful in that respect. But in the end, it's going to come down to whether or not John Brennan, who, let's be candid, clearly played a role in this one way or the other, uh, is actually going to be willing now to take the necessary measures and whether or not Congress itself will take additional measures uh, in terms of oversight to prevent this kind of thing from happening. Um, We'll just have to wait and see on that one. Patrick Eddington is a policy analyst in Homeland Security and Civil Liberties at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.